Like Christmas. And <laughs> bonjour ho, bonjour ho. Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Digressions, episode 38 of Digressions, Christmas episode. How are you? How you doing? Merry Christmas. All the best. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you're you're healthy. I hope that uh, you didn't catch any kind of weird bugs this uh, this year, huh? Um, hope you're doing really well. Uh, you know, I know I know what your first thought's gonna be. Your thought are gonna be that uh, where was where the Qu'est-ce le colis the tabernacle? Where were my episodes last week? Listen, Linda. Listen. Listen. Uh. You know, I I, I, I don't have a, much of an excuse other than the holiday season has been hectic, brother. Uh, thing I realized too, man, yo, when you start a new job, it's uh, it's a bit like a new uh, a new class, right? Like a new uh, a new course you're taking, right? Beginning, you're fumbling the ball, you don't know what you're doing, and then uh, slowly you get into a rhythm, right? You start getting used to things, programs, things just jamming in your face. That came out weird. Um, but no, man, just, um, I realized that I, 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 my initial goal, man, and first of all, by the way, you know how this is, I forgot one important thing, as always, this episode is brought to you by my little appartement du Plateau Mont-Royal, in, uh, on this, uh, December 25th, 2020, probably the oddest Christmas we'll ever have, uh, definitely not the best, I know that's some of you right now, huh? you're, you're playing, uh, you're playing hide-and-seek with the cops, huh, you're just... You know, Valérie Plante said it. Queen V, our only, our only and number one savior, Queen V, is like, hey, and don't uh, make sure that you calling on your voisin when uh, they partying holiday season. That's uh, two thousand dollars. Seriously, bro, Christmas. Y'all think we're gonna snitch? Yo, imagine, imagine being a cop right now and just driving through Saint Leonard, bro. RDP, you know, Laval, Shamedy. You know, all the Greeks, the Italians, think they give a flying fuck. <laughs> I know my people don't. <laughs> so I'm just, uh, you know. Hey, what do you mean? A little, little virus, bro. Mean guy, bro. I'm just gonna go wash my fucking hands, okay? Put the Purell, okay? My fun cooler. What do you mean? You're on my, be on my, you're even nuts right now. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Hope you're doing good. Yes, so, episode, Christmas episode. This is... This is the time, dude, and and I'm the first one that always complains in November when Christmas music starts in shopping centers, right? But this year, we weren't victim of that, right? All of you that went to work, all of you that were sitting on your asses while you're getting thrown two grand in your face, you know, it. We 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 all collectively got to skip that. There is an entire part of anxiety that our society just goes through every goddamn year. But this year, it took a pause. Now this pandemic isn't all that bad if you think about it. You know, I went to Costco. Costco had, okay, you know how much I, I know I talk a lot about Costco. I honestly do, like I said, it's a love-hate relationship with them, all right? Every year, my mama has a little tradition, okay? That, well, it's a me and mama tradition, you know? She 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 takes care of her little, her only son, you know? So, uh, <laughs> every year I'm supposed to get, and I'm saying this like an entitled brat, but I'm supposed to get an advent calendar from my mama, okay? I don't care that I'm 28 years old. I always get the advent calendar, but this year, since it's been a, a great year of trolling, um, I found out last week, so roughly around the 17th, 18th of December, that uh, I've had an advent calendar waiting for me this entire time. Mind you, I've seen my mom over and over again in the last month. She just, she just didn't want to tell me. So, so what happened was, because usually she always gets me the nice, you know, lint chocolate advent calendar that you always get at Costco, all right? This year in November, because that's when the sales happen, right? In November, you you buy your advent in November for December. Get all excited every day. It's a little little ball of sugar in your head. It's nice, you know? Who complains about sugar? 
So she goes to Costco to get that advent calendar, bro. You know how you have four rows of, of Christmas bullshit? You know, you have wrapping paper, you have candies, chocolates, right? You have like, you know, like life-size Santas made out of like gold. And, um, and, uh, there were, there were advent calendars at Costco. There, they had, they had advent calendars, but not for humans, bro. They had fucking out advent calendars for goddamn dogs. Doggos, bro. Fucking doggos. They didn't have human calendars. They had doggo calendars. Fuck. You know, this is the part I, I don't, I don't, I'll never understand. Okay. Like, look, I had a cat. Rest in peace, Teddy. All right. I had Teddy for 18 years. All right. Teddy was my homie and Teddy was a homie to everyone. If ever you got to meet Teddy, you know, he was an OG. I'm thinking about it this year. Okay. I don't know. You know, it's Christmas. You, you think about your loved ones. All right. Um, and, and, um, you know, I never got him a fucking advent calendar. Like what's wrong with you? Why does that even exist? Some of y'all, listen, I love animals. Don't get me wrong. I love dog. I'm about to pull trigger on a puppy. Y'all know this by now. I, I'm, I, I, it says in the lease, no doggos, no animals, period. I can't even have like a, you know, I can't invite, I can't even invite my friends from Ottawa. Like it's not legal. I can't do it. So, uh, this year, um, so that's the thing. I just, you know, it's, it's too serious, you know, focus about us. It's, it's, it's an us here. Technically, the government should have all sent us an advent calendar this year. A little basket. Been like, hey, listen, uh, uh, our bad, you know, we're ruining the economy. But hey, you know, here's some fucking chocolate. You know, they could have done that. But uh, no, Frankie L on his fucking throne made out of lies is just sitting here telling us what we can't and can't do. Can't and can't eat and see what, and who we can't see. This is the episode that you all wanted and I'm happy to bring it to you. Listen, listen, Linda, listen. It's always a trip, but Christmas always brings out the good feelings, man. I've been bumping. I don't know about you, but there's there's always the three playlists that come out in, in Christmas, okay? You have you have the Michael Buble, right? I don't care what anyone says about this man. He absolutely is one of the one of the most intelligent artists of all time. Okay, and I'll tell you why. It's the same thing with Maria Carré, as uh, as Carlos Saints would say. If you don't know who that is, <clears throat> can't be friends. Um, but but Mariah Carey and and uh, and Michael Bublé nailed it because you know there's artists you know that we will only remember for a, a short time frame, right? Like basically every mumble rapper that's on SoundCloud, you know, we'll remember them, but we're just gonna care about them for like maybe two years, three years, right? And then after that, there's just going to be the next generation. He's the same thing. We went from da baby to little baby. Oh my God. That's fucking original. And, uh, and so, yeah, you know, that's, that's how it is. But Michael Buble and, and, and Mariah Carey nailed it because they have an entire event, an event as big as Christmas that is just associated to their carols and, and associated to them. So they have like two months a year forever. Of their songs that's insane that's that's better than than 99 of artists ever this actually might be i'm talking out of my ass right now don't get me wrong but this actually might be a bit factually correct just just saying but also one one key boy and i've been running his songs shamelessly shamelessly i've been listening to his songs every time i do anything that's christmas e right like thinking about shopping for gifts just you know in the spirit it's Frank Sinatra. No matter no matter what it is, Frank Sinatra's voice, whether it's his Christmas his Christmas albums or or, or the songs that he did or just his regular stuff, you know, non Christmassy, dude, Frank Sinatra, any mood, any fucking mood, smoking joints at night, Frank Sinatra. You're driving home from a tough day at work, Frank Sinatra. You know, you're in your feelings, Frank Sinatra, always. D Fuck it, this dude's undefeated. He's he's shooting straight threes, bro. Never missed. Traditions. Holy fuck, 2020 suck. Speaking of traditions, you know, there's the music, all right? There's always the caroling. There are always the, the classics, the jingle my bells, the 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 the, 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 you know, all the other ones. I I didn't write them down. No. I know some of them. Yo, I got a, sh I got a story. I got a story. I got a story to share with you guys. Because you guys not, might not know this, right? But your boy, Ja Boy here. Ja Boy. Uh, his name is Jonasy. 
Also, at me, at Instagram, at Jonesy, J-O-N-N-E-S-S-E-Y. I love you. Um, I have a story to share. And this is a story that brought me... I don't know if it's embarrassment, but it uh, it always... It, it, <laughs> I always think about it every New Year. Every New Year, every Christmas. Just because it's very topical. And uh, when I was a kid, I was maybe in 5th grade, 6th grade. I, uh, you know... I was going to the library a lot. My thing when I was a kid was uh, comic books. I was a huge fan of uh, of everything Spirou. Everything French Spirou, like, you know, Tintin, uh, obviously Spirou. I mean, the list goes on. Like, Garage Isidore. Do you even know what I'm talking about right now? Create, like, weird, like, Kid Paddle, right? Nathalie. All these classics. Like, I was, dude, I would just go to the library all the time and just read comics. Not all the time. You know what I mean. And um, my mom always thought I was going to be just this stupid son, you know, that doesn't really amount to nothing by the age of 28 because I was doing comic books. But, you know, I had a good time. I'm fucking kidding. Relax, all right? Oh, oh my God. Is he really talking about his feelings on his podcast? Shut up, fuck. Leave me alone. So anyways, I was reading comic books all the damn time. But at one point came Christmas. So it was like October of whatever, 2000 three four and uh my mom also came with me sometimes to i don't know i guess also get books my mom's a huge bookworm so uh we we spent a lot of time there and um man at one point there was a a a christmas carol that was getting organized (laughs) and i i that i don't remember i don't remember whose decision was it to pull the trigger on this but i i ended up caroling Little shit me, you know, in between burgers, was learning Jingle Bells, right? And um, I remember there was an episode where we were doing, because it was like a, like a carol carol, right? We were going to perform at the library in front of everyone. So we had we had practice, right? So we were, we were like, I'll show up at the library and I'll sing together and, and do things. And um, at one point there was a movement. It was like, we had we had to do a movement like we were shoveling snow. Okay, and I remember I was like shoveling my fucking life away, you know, like, like, you know what I mean? Like air guitar, but air shovel. So I'm like shoveling it. It's like, cause it was probably like bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. So I was like, kind of, we were like doing all the shoveling motion to like express winter, right? Fucking cold. But apparently at one point I got a meeting and my mom was there. I don't know why, but the lady that was like running the, 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 a choral? A carol? What do you call these group of singers? I am... I don't know if I'm being dumb right now. Hang on. A, cor- a Christmas carol, right? Wait, is that a song or is that a group? Fuck. I was part of a musical singing a cappella group is what I'm trying to fucking say, okay? I'm sorry. I, I really don't... I'm going to call it a carol, all right? Because I think that's the right word. I don't know what's happening. Okay. So so we're, we're doing this thing and I'm in this meeting with, with the like the the headmaster of caroling and she goes yeah jonathan your your movements you got to practice your movements and i remember even at that age i was i was a bit sassy you know and i was just kind of like what what you you think i don't know how to shovel at that time fun fact it coincided with me having a little side hustle of shoveling people's driveways and fucking stairs and making money okay that actually happened so that was at that same time frame so it got me, it, it hit a nerve for me. You know, I was like, what? I'm like, my bitch, I literally make money off this shit. What do you mean? You learn. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was weird. It was one of those moments where I was, I was like beginning to have a bit of an attitude, kind of like, a, who the fuck are you? You know? <laughs> so, um, so you know, whatever. I, so so that happened. I was a bit pissed. But, I, you know, I had, back then I saw it a bit of, my, my, my spine was growing, right? So I took it like, you know what? I, I, I get it. I'll, I'll give it an, a, a proper effort. Next practices rolled around. Shoveling technique was, bro, on point. I could have gone hired by any any other subcontractor for shoveling. I would have been number one. I, I had it flawed, like all in the knees, you know. Just, you don't, you don't bend your back. You bend your knees, right? Proper motion. Back straight. And, uh, and then came the day that we were performing. So... Fast forward, that was until, yeah, it was roughly right before Christmas, right? Hypothetical, let's say it was the 20th of December. 
So on the 20th of December, of this December, I've only had two doses of caffeine today. I swear. So on the day of the performance, obviously we all go there. We have a little warm up, right? The entire library, there was maybe, I'd say, I'd say there was maybe 15 rows of seats that were set up, right? Just regular chairs. Uh, and the rows were maybe like six, seven people wide, right? So um, there was still a lot of people that showed up, which was very, you know, surprising. But, you know, mama didn't raise no bitch. So it wasn't a time for me to back out. So, so you know, we uh, I didn't think about it. Why am I saying this? No, I, I wasn't thinking about backing out. Everything was good until a certain moment, bro. <laughs> there was a kid that was in the in the audience, okay, that I did not like. <laughs> and my face, bro, I'm like walking on the stage and we're like Christmas dressed up. You know what I mean? You're not just wearing your, your jogging pants with your hoodie, right? We got little bow ties, you know, like nicely tucked in shirts. I look like a complete plug, like just... Man, like something you take, you know those pictures you sent to your grandma during Christmas, you do photo shoot kind of thing when you're a kid. Just the most embarrassing thing, bro. And this kid was sitting, I mean, dead center in the crowd. You could not not see him. He was like perfect, like seventh row, you know, right down the middle, just smacked in the middle. And the looks he was giving me during that performance. <laughs> I, at the beginning, he was making fun of me. He was laughing. But then, fucking the Michelangelo voice came out, baby. Killed it, bro. And, um, I mean, he did fucking bully me after for the next two years at school. Once in a while, he'd bring it up, you know. I wouldn't say bullying, right? It's just like, haha, you suck, you did caroling. I get it. Man, I, I, man, I would haze myself if, if, if I would have seen that, to be very honest with you. Like, that's just, you know. Yeah, I've never caroled since. At least I don't think I have. Always been uh, Christmas. <laughs> it's a good time. It's not a dark time, right? It's just at that point in time, there's a lot of stress happening in my little life, you know? You know, at that time, you're still trying to figure yourself out like at a minimum, right? You're looking at what other people think of you, what they, th what they say about you, you're like tripping out. Making sense right now. So... Um, no, second thing, traditions. Speaking of, we talk caroling, right? Stories. Little John Essay. Qu'est-ce qui se passe, la la. Uh, one of the other traditions, bro. I, uh, this year, I think the biggest thing that sucks the most, uh, you know, obviously Christmas, right? We're all, we're all confined. Can't, can't go see the fam. We're all doing our part. But for me, and, uh, I don't know if this is, um, I don't know if this is true for all, for many cultures, right? But, in Eastern Europe, right, in, in Poland, Catholic, good old Catholic Poland, except for the East, that's a bit more orthodox, you know, it's normal, it's normal, right? A lot of action's been happening there in the last 150 years, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, you know, there's always all the, all the, all the, the, the proper Polish traditions, right? And, and Poland is one of those places where the, the best part is that the entire country does the same traditions. So it's the same kind of food. Right before the meal, there's like traditions. And, and today, the reason I'm mentioning this, obviously, because I love you and I want you to, you know, spread your intellectual wings and, and discover the world. And this year, since it's 2020 and um, can't do anything, it's illegal. Uh, I feel it's important to, to share traditions. And, and uh, I've noticed one thing that's really cool about Christmas also. I know there's a lot of great things that happen during Christmas. But it's also the acceptance of, of different traditions that happen. So I remember... Uh, one of one of our traditions, and I'll share a few with you. Uh, one of the few traditions that we have in Poland that's very interesting, it's uh, it's the opłatek. It's called. Okay, so I'm just a little little peek inside our, our little our little little Catholic world kingdom, Jan Paweł II. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have this tradition where everyone gets a piece of the lusty. You know what I mean? Like the the uh, I don't know how you how to call it in English, but you know when you go to when you when you kids go to communion, right? Or whatever, you get this little piece of cracker bread thing, flat thing. So it comes in a round thing. You put it on your tongue. You look at the priest on your knees. And you're like, I love you. And then you walk away, right? So that's like the gist of it. So what we do during Christmas is that we all split one big-ass cookie like this. And uh, 
we, we split it in how many people are present during that thing during the uh, the, 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 the the sit down because we we celebrate on the 24th right I know you North Americans you Quebecois you English Canadian Ontario Canada and all you all you, all you Americans out there it's always on the 25th right all the kids run downstairs yay oh Santa came he ate the fuck he ate my cookie drank my milk oh there's kids right But uh, no, in, in Eastern Europe, it's like, you know, you, I mean, in Eastern Europe, Catholic Eastern Europe, uh, in Ca and especially in Poland, it's always on the 24th, where everyone meets up, you eat, right? All the, all the good stuff, right? All the beets, all the, all the pierogies, all the, all the vegetarian, fun fact, it's actually a vegetarian supper. Uh, and it's like this for most of it, because technically you're not supposed to eat meat prior to Christmas, like two days before or something. And, um... And, uh, yeah, so we used to, you know, we used to get blackout on, like, the fucking, on Christmas Day. And then the next morning, there'd be, like, a, 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 you know, like, a service at church. And sometimes we would make it. But it would be, like, at, a at like, a god-awful time, like, 6.30 a.m., you know. Pain, bro. Pain. But anyways, um, so one of the one of the traditions we have is that we take that, that cookie. Jesus Christ. Digressions, eh? Fucking through and through. 365 baby 247 always so we take that cookie and let's say like there's five of us right so there's gonna be five big pieces of cookie that everyone's gonna have and so the, the rule of the game is is that you it, it's because it's I, I, it's not really a game but what you do is that you literally break bread okay so so you take your big piece of cookie you go see the next person next to you and you tell that person okay take a piece of my cookie i will take a piece of your cookie and then you give you you give each other good wishes for the next year so i take a piece of your cookie you take a piece of my cookie we look at each other hug it out say bro i love you or or well i don't have a bro but let's say mama i love you here's a piece of my cookie wish you all the best you know yada so this year i can't do it well i'm gonna do it maybe with my mom but i think we're just gonna slam a ball of aperol and do spritzes all night um so that's one of the traditions and and um you know I don't know. I think I'm feeling a bit sad now. I'm kind of realizing we can't do these things. But uh, at least a good tradition that we're keeping this year for sure is the food, right? Because my mom can cook a storm, bro. And since it's just me and her, it was kind of like the perfect scenario. Yo, I got to share a story, okay? Quick, we're going to digress here one second, okay? There is something that I realized today that happened yesterday. I've received... It, look, I come from I come from Eastern European parents, right? Y'all, You'll figure it out by now. Bro weed and marijuana okay this is like you know the the real devil's lettuce right the gateway drug right like beating your wife doesn't count in eastern europe but like smoking weed you're the devil right <laughs> okay it's a fucking christmas episode jesus seriously it is a serious problem in eastern europe uh it's getting better statistically but anyway uh <laughs> jesus that took a turn happened uh i received from my parents in the last calendar year almost day for day 365 days i've received weed as a gift from both my parents at some point in time which as a kid you know as, a, as an older teenager understanding the marijuanas i uh never in a million years would have thought it would have happened and my dad explains this to me bro and like dude i'll be honest with you Me and my dad, you know, we don't have the, the, the healthiest relationship. Or I don't say healthiest, but the best. Yeah, the best is better to say. So sometimes he comes through, sometimes he doesn't. But in this case, he just he just shows up to my place. And he has, like, this container loaded with, like, just gibberish. Okay? Just this, like, mason jar-looking thing just loaded with... It looked, like, dried... I mean, like... I don't... It just looked like a dry bundle of sticks mixed with weed it, it looked like shit all right so he told me that there he had a, he, had, he planted randomly a, a a seed that was given to him right i don't know what the fuck that means all right I, genuinely and he put it in his backyard and he grew a little bush <clears throat> and so that's that's the weed from that little bush and uh you know i, I thought it was hilarious because you know What the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's like your super conservative parents are like, no, nah, fuck that. But now times are changing. It's 2020, right? Everything goes. But bro, I tried that weed, man. And it is fucking crazy. Low key, though. Low key, though. 
and uh and and no so that's like the weird thing but anyway back to traditions uh my mom too but that was another story anyway it's not that funny that one wasn't that great but um another tradition that we do also in poland that's uh that's interesting is uh we always leave and i forgot the name of it but it's a tradition that you always leave uh an empty seat at the table so what you do is that you you set up the table right you have your aprons right you're all your christmas themed things and you also set the table for an empty seat and in uh in i guess i think this comes from like communism bro like times where no one could fucking like eat because because we were redistributing the wealth and it worked out so fucking well um yeah so 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 at that at that time it was like eating food was like you know your number one priority every day, right? People here nowadays, 2020, right? Your priority is, oh my God, I posted a picture on Instagram. How many likes is it going to get? Oh my God, just like a hundred. Okay, I'm taking it down. Oh yeah. So so back then, uh, it was a custom and I think it's, I, I, I might be bullshitting as to the reason why, okay? It's just, it's funnier that way, but. So it's essentially an open place because if ever someone walks into your room or sorry, walks into your house or knocks at your door on Christmas day, you are obligated and and it's more of a it's more of a cultural thing i don't it obviously comes stems from like the religious side of things but the tradition is, is that if ever someone comes knocking at your door on christmas night and they're hungry it is your 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 duty as a human to invite that person in and just feed him the feast you know because it's like uh it's one of those things you know god enters your house blah 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 i don't know and um i think it's a cool tradition i really like upholding it uh, it's very unique. I don't. I've never heard of any. You know, one of my tremblés or my bouchards or my, you know, <laughs> my 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 good keb friends figure it out. Um, <laughs> figure it out. I mean, have that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, bro. What a year. What a fucking year, bro. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and uh, I think I'm missing another tradition, but um. Either way, that was that was the best thing. Uh, at least, at least that's the thing I'm trying to say is that it's good that, you know, I'm able to share these with you. You know, I really hope one day, bro, if ever this podcast broke between you and me, between just you and me, it's called holiday season, right? Let's say this shit blows up, right? I know the names of everyone that's been backing me since day one. All right, don't worry, I'll never forget about you. I'm just saying, bro. I sort of fucking got one of my goals in life. Right? If ever I make enough money, I just want to host the biggest fucking Christmas supper of all time. Just fucking like turkeys, bro. Like anything, and we all do the traditions I do, you know. And we'll do some of yours. I'm in. Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me, bro? Imagine a party once a year, like a party party. Like we're talking like a wedding, bro. Like straight up, you know that level. Everyone dresses fucking nice, bro. Just we drink good wines, eat good food, party it up, bro. You know if people hook up, then fucking let them hook up. You know what I mean? Just fucking have a good time. That kind of party. I miss partying so much, man. I'm a degenerate. I realized this during this fucking pandemic. I just need it, you know? Sometimes you need to go to that party and you need to, like, you know, say dumb things with the boys, talk shit, you know? <laughs> just let it out! I, I used to use the gym for that, right? Because you know me, I'm an athlete. Fucking rib body and all. But, um, but no, despite everything, ladies and gentlemen, last little thing of, 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 our, of our episode... I, um, I've decided to do a top 10. I don't do these often. I've only done maybe two of them. But I've decided to do a top 10 because despite everything, you know how 2020, yeah, you know, pandemic, I know it's been rough. We know it's been rough. But I still did a list, a top 10 things that I'm grateful, grateful for. Smooth, bro. Smooth. And, uh, just because it's easy, I feel, that to, 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 to fall into that trap where blaming everything around you makes you feel a bit better you, you keep blaming you know the world for the cause of all your problems i get it you know it's an exceptional year ex- extraordinary circumstances um and uh, i think it's important to also take a few minutes to, to to you know be thankful about certain things so i've decided to do a top 10 and uh you know i i, I put a lot of thinking into this Obviously, you know, Ja, very always planned out thoroughly. So here we go. Top 10. Number 10. Number one, tenth thing I'm thankful. Oh my fuck. 
number 10 thing global warming at number 10 why global warming? Oh my god, here he goes again. Oh my god, he doesn't care about the planet. No, oh no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I thought about this. I thought about this very, very, very strongly, okay? Let's just say hypothetically, okay, that, that, because here's a conclusion I'm coming to with the whole global warming thing, all right? There, there's a, a set of data, there's a data set that I've looked at when I was a lot younger that always amazed me, is how the planet our planet goes through fluctuations. So there has been periods in our, in our, in our lifetime where, um, you know, where, where the, the earth was extremely cold and the earth was again, after that was extremely hot and it's very cyclical. And I've never really understood why that argument is never discussed when people are talking about global warming, right? Like greenhouse gases, all that. But on the other hand, I do realize that, you know, the way that we live, as humans, the uh, the inherent pollution, you know, the, all the shit that we just do doesn't help the cause, right? That it accelerates everything. So I, I understand that part. I agree with it. But I'm not going to lie, man. It's it's cold, but it's not too cold. We're in, De we're in December, bro. It's Christmas. There's no snow outside. I'm not saying I don't hate it, but... You know, what do what do you guys think? What you thought that just summoning Greta Thunberg was just gonna fix everything? Oh no! The little prodigy child from Sweden didn't fucking help us. Oh my god, Joan of Arc, she's gone. No, she didn't do it. No. Someone needs to to this day, bro. Someone needs to explain to me the Greta Thunberg episode. Because I just don't understand it. Honestly, genuinely, bottom of my heart, I have no idea why everyone freaked out about her. Thought I, I don't. She's a ch she doesn't know shit. Literally. She's a kid. She has no idea what the world's about. She's gonna find out. But bro, I'm telling you. I, I have this theory until I die, bro. I'm always, I will always hold this as fact, okay? It's anecdotal, but I'm telling you, bro. Until the age of 25, you're a dumbass. You know? And I don't mean this in a bad way. I just mean like you, you still don't know certain things. You, you still... You might not have the right experiences. You still need to live through a couple things, you know, that kind of thing. And I know this this by like talking to people that are younger than me. I just realized that there's parts of their of their IQ that's just like still developing. Normally after 25, that's when adulthood I think starts. You know, I think 25 is when you become a young adult. Actually, I know it's 18 years old. Here's a gun. Go defend the country. Okay, anyway. Um, so yes, global warming at number 10. Number nine, uh, microbreweries. During this pandemic, during this entire shit show of a world, and me not being able to tolerate beer, and for this is just solely for physical purposes, not not uh, not just me like attempting a diet. Like I'm just gonna stop drinking beer because like you know I'm a, I'm a bit celiac and it just hurts my no. But the what I the reason I don't know what happened to my body and I'm gonna blame the years and years of abuse, but there is um there's a big there's a there's something that happened in my stomach in my digestive system bro i just i drink one or two beers and i become bloated where it's like it's painful it's just not fun i'm not enjoying any of it but bro don't get me wrong right you give me some vino you give me some vodka right you give me some whiskey you know slap all that shit on the rocks bro we're good you know uh, I'll, I'll enjoy it but um i can't do it micro brews though if I do it at a smaller pace, the microbrews in Quebec, bro, please, for the love of Christ, okay, or whatever the hell you think is holy, bro, microbreweries in Quebec have stepped it up in the last few years to a point where it is so much fun to go into, like, because there's a few shops that are opening, and I'm, you know, on the Plateau Montréal, there's, these little shops are everywhere, but those beer-specific shops, you walk in there, bro, you have, like, two fridges full of, let's say, non-alcoholic beers, right? Two fridges full of the specific microbrew, right? Or like a, a, a milkshake IPA or a, a sour beer or all kinds of stuff, bro. Just think like, you go in there, man. It's like a candy store for for for, for adults. You just, you, you try to find your different poison. I had a beer the other day that was tequila-based with, you know, Juan didn't come out, thankfully, but it's just great. You walk in there, there's all different colored cans. It's like, you know... So was, at least that was a good thing, you know. It it keep my it kept my taste buds alive, while some people were losing theirs. 
Oh, shout out one of the one of the fans of the show. I gotta, I gotta, I, you know, I'm not gonna do an episode without mentioning it, bro. But a big fan of the show, a very close friend of mine, has unfortunately as much in common as a man that eats bats in China. And so, uh, so if everyone has, if anyone has a drink right now or is or is about to take a drink, just take a sip for uh, for my boy Arnie. Arnie, I hope you get better soon. <laughs> Um, it's not funny, but it is. Uh, and yeah. Okay, so number eight. Um, number eight, I decided to put healthcare workers. And I think this is a slow clap, a golf clap. We all owe them. These people have been put under stress, been working overtime hours, nurses, doctors, you know, e- uh, emergency personnel. Uh, you know, everyone has been on the front line of this thing. Legends, social workers even. Uh, absolutely a bunch of legends, uh, hats to you, y'all been through a lot this year too, and, uh, you don't get enough recognition, I know that, uh, Frankie L did a, did a, did a, on the, on behalf of uh, all the uh, Quebecers, uh, I uh, wish you guys a Merry Christmas because of your uh, effort, Vaillant, uh, we are still alive today, but, uh, seriously, big shout out to all healthcare workers, and with that also, yo, big shout out to the PCU, bro, <laughs> at number seven, the PCU, uh cannot cannot go without it bro uh not gonna lie i'm a huge advocate of your own personal finance uh, having your own shit together figure out your own savings account your oh shit funds you know except there isn't a single financial advisor on the planet that's ever prepared you for a pandemic and so uh as much as we talk shit about you know us being at uh forced to be at home not doing anything uh, you know, still got to give props to, to, uh, to the government for, for, uh, saving us in this sense, even though I know that some people might see the argument that it's, um, un- of, uh, un- unsustained and absolutely ridiculous measures, you know, we could have kept our businesses open and just, and just paid our money that way, but yet to shut everything down, you know, I, I get it. And also the other thing. You know, we might, we're probably going to end up paying for this, right? This isn't like a, this isn't asking money from your mom, right? You know, there's sometimes you can get away with it, you know, not giving it back. But uh, the government, bro, they they know everything about you. They know where you live. They know how you breathe. They understand that the color of your couch is tan. Um, So, yeah, uh, I I don't know. I'm happy about it in the short term, but in the long run, yeah, you know what? We might just fucking hop the fence and go to the States, man. Fuck it. So it's taxing there. Anyway, okay, so at number six, wait, one, ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Okay, number six, uh, every single food delivery driver on this absolute legendary planet, okay? I don't know about you, but I did the, I did the mistake of calculating how much money I spent on delivery apps. And I've realized that in the past three years, I don't know why I do this. You know, sometimes like late at night, I'm just bored. I'm like, hmm, let me see how much of a financial ruin am I actually? And I just trace back all my transactions, look at them, what I do. And uh, dude, Uber Eats and skip the dishes. Y'all are welcome for the cash, bro. Straight up. Thousands, bro. Thousands. I, 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 I stopped counting after four. I couldn't do it. And that's not in the last year. That's like in the last three years. But still. I don't know if that's good or not. So that's like roughly, it's over 4,000. I guarantee you that. Let's say six. That's two grand a year. That's not that bad. Like considering it's a necessity. Yo, someone needs to explain this one to me, right? We shut down restaurants because they're not a, 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 a or whatever, what would they say? Um, an essential service. You know, what? Is eating not essential? We, you know? Frankie L, governments, bro. Fucking too big. Anyway, so food delivery drivers. Number five. Uh, this is a bit of a sappy one, not gonna lie. But I'm thankful for my friends, man. Yo, honestly, for those of you who have roommates, those of you who, who have hoes, hoes, n- homes is what I meant to say. Jesus Christ. It's a Christmas episode, and I'm talking about, you know, gardening tools. Um, so, um, what was I saying? friends yes sappy shit uh honestly man uh, yeah for those of you who lived alone through this pandemic or are still living alone y'all understand the struggle 
um it's it's uh not fun you know <laughs> it's been a roller coaster just put it that way but really like realistically though i'm really thankful for my friends man a lot of them have been pulling through this pandemic visiting their their lonely friend and uh i've been doing vice versa but uh yeah to all my friends out there um you know i I literally make you food when you come to my house so you know who you are i love you and um yeah number five i'm just gonna move on fuck this uh number four i scratched off why did i all oh, right a steady source of income <laughs> underrated shit yo it reminded me recently when i was uh before i got my last uh, well the job that i have now in finance i uh i realized that i was just i mean i knew this all along but having it pen to paper looking at the data looking at the stats and you start realizing how just <laughs> how financially unstable i've been for the last two years man it's um nothing short of stupid and uh but you know i it was you know i don't regret it and uh i don't regret it because i'd rather have you know juggled around and i'm always gonna say this i rather i have more respect for people that try than people that don't and um you know if you're someone that is that is still discovering themselves man trying to find different jobs even hobbies but um something that helps you you know that makes you want to get up in the morning and, and do things uh so you know the podcast like really for me the only thing that does it but the yeah so i don't know it's weird i was thinking about this episode i don't know if you remember this but like 20 years ago there was an episode of the simpsons and um honestly like the first like 10 seasons of the simpsons i probably know them by heart even though i haven't watched an, uh, an episode in like 15 years straight up i was that was my shit i remember the premises of every single episode just give me a title i'll probably i'll probably get okay i'm being cocky okay hang on i'll pause okay wait so there's an episode where, where homer simpson was applying for his like millionth job and um i've been through like seven different jobs in the last two years okay just to give you an idea that's my situation but but our homie our homie homer simpson he had over like a hundred because at one point you know homer simpson right like the literally the the greatest human of all time he was an astronaut he was a doctor he was a monster truck driver you know he was a pharmacist he like you know what i mean in in springfield right the realest city in the world what was the name of the rival town again smithville oh shit i forgot yo trivia question what is the name of the rival town of springfield in the simpsons now i gotta have to figure it out damn it um okay number four number three sorry number three gaming okay i know what you guys are gonna say oh my god it's 2020 nerds are kind of hot okay i'll be real i've when i was a kid bro again single child syndrome right i was i was a single child so i was playing video games all the time that was my thing right obviously i had friends it's not you know i wasn't like this loner kid in the corner you know just looking like the girl from the ring just, just waiting to just waiting to you know, strike that wasn't me but um i played a lot of video games n64 bro like super mario um super mario 64 dude any any banjo kazooie banjo tooie banjo whatever beat all of them eyes closed easy clap bro um yo i had a game bro when i was a kid and this is like for those of you who remember in uh, in quebec there was the the vergle right everything just went to shit everything froze i had my cousin bart he was coming over to my place he was actually staying at my place because their place had no electricity and it was like no foreseeable future as to when that was coming back so um so we were playing video games all the time bro there was a video game that is so in my opinion underrated and it it mixed my love of cars and like shooting people if that came out wrong my love of action games and and car games and uh, it was called vigilante 8 all right and vigilante 8 or vigilante 8 i still don't know how to pronounce it was a game where you were a car right and you would play against your friends or against the bots whatever but you would be in a car and your car would have a specific set of weapons so you know different kind of launchers different kind of like rifles different kind of everything and you would have a map a big ass map where you would just drive around and shoot your friends from a car and um you know there was like things you could drive on that would like boost your health uh it was it was it was sick it was honestly one of the most fun i've had playing a video game was this game and 
There's never been any follow-through, right? It's on the like Counter-Strike. That's just been legendary. That's just all-time greatest game. Pioneer of, of first-person shooters. Um, I think that like World of Warcraft is going to fall in that category, too. It's always going to be a game that, you know, you're, you'll, you'll turn yourself back into, you know, when you're in between relationship of games and you're just wondering, you know, how's the old flame going? Uh, why is there so many birds on my fucking butt? Oh, bro. Someone explained to me why is it so hot and it's Christmas. Can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of wished it was snowy and white and cold. So anyway, that was number three. Uh, did I make my points? I don't think I did. Gaming. Okay. So this pandemic, all right, this year especially, I think all of us are thankful for video games or at least entertainment or distractions. Okay, obviously. But video games in particular, what I find interesting about it is that that gaming now in, in, in our day and age, uh, people don't understand how great it is to be able to play with your friends, right? Just... We're all stuck at home. We're all in our little jail cell, and we can we can remotely play against each other or with each other, and have a good time. So, gaming has come a long way. Uh, I, uh, yeah, you know, if someone would have asked me when I was a kid, like, hey, you can stream online and like make money, bro, I would have hopped on that immediately. But uh, yeah, I didn't play games for a long time. Like, I, I think for like three, four years, I just didn't really care as much. And then at an, at an odd point, like fucking Fortnite came out and I started being good at Fortnite. Like I wasn't amazing, but I was playing on controller and, and you know, I could handle my own. Like I, I could, you know, I had a few wins. I wasn't as amazing as these fucking 12 year olds, but like, you know, I, 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 I could, you know, I was all right. Nothing shameful. So, so gaming really shout out number three thing I'm thankful for this year. Um, goes without saying gaming is awesome. It brings people together. It's, uh, I think it's one of those things too that, that decreases barriers amongst people. I, I keep seeing, you know, communities happening online, whether it's on Twitch, even Reddit, um, communities online that have a lot more in common than you could probably have, let's say some of your longtime friends, right? I, I always think about that, you know, cause you have some longtime friends where you're just friends with because Jesus Christ, you know, you've been through a lot and you know, that person's got your back no matter what. So it's a great, it's a, it's the number one kind of friend you can have. But in terms of, let's say interest right you know that that person can be heavy into you know like wrestling or some shit like you know wwe shit i have no interest in that why would i watch half naked men slam each other to the ground so, you know it's not my hey listen if that if that's for you that's for you you know what i'm saying it's not for me it's just i i don't understand and knowing it's all fake you know anyway <laughs> no it hasn't touched a sensible spot here Sensitive, sensible. Tabarnak de callies, this is fucking trilingue de man. So number two, uh, number two, I am thankful for. Top two is uh, is my podcast. I know, I yeah, it's so cheesy, bro. You kept it. I know, that's the point. All right, listen, this shit's been a lifesaver through this pandemic. Not even gonna lie, man. And uh, I got two more episodes to go for this season. Because I, I, I told myself I was going to I was gonna take a break after 30. I ended up taking uh, a forced break at one point. But 30 episodes for me was going to be like the first season. And uh, I want to hit 40. So, um, so yeah. Podcast. It's been awesome. It's been awesome telling stories, getting all your reactions, getting all the love. And number one is even cheesier than the podcast itself is you. I am thankful for you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Yo. Seriously, you don't like you guys don't under, you don't understand this. But when when you when you DM me with like, you know, all your uh, supportive feedback and even constructive feedback, which I really appreciate, um, you know, I love it. It's uh, it makes it makes it worth it every time. So thank you, I really mean it. I know I talk a lot of shit on this fucking thing, but genuinely, bottom of my heart, that uh, it really means the world to me, and uh, it, it it makes me that kind of support makes me dream about bigger things. Which is like the most important part. Because sometimes you don't think you can do it. Until you actually do it. And you realize that yeah there's a lot of room to improvement. There's a lot of room for improvement. But you know. You've, you've got the right tools here. You can you can make it happen. So uh, very thankful for all of you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be the end of the episode. A little Christmas-ish-y. Uh, Ishy. Listen. I uh, honestly. I, I, I'm going to take out my idiot hat on for, off for a second. But. Um, really, really thank you for, for all your support. I know I've said it again. I'll say, I'll say it again. I love you. But realistically, uh, 
have spend some time with with your family if you can um it's really great to uh to try to have at least a minimum of that holiday spirit right so for all of you who are seeing your family and friends during uh during the holiday season uh enjoy it you know make an effort this time if uh you don't usually do the dishes do the dishes okay everyone needs a a little break this year somehow okay so um that includes you man treat yourself fuck fuck it bro i <laughs> anyway yes have fun in this holiday season be safe don't drink and drive for fuck's sakes every year it's a season let's uh let's try to avoid that um but uh, no man just uh yeah enjoy the holiday season enjoy it enjoy your people enjoy your time away from the city if you can losing my shit over here um, <laughs> it's not that bad okay i exaggerate um but uh, no have a good have a good holiday season uh, i'm always thinking about you guys thinking about about uh about what y'all are doing your own lives uh and uh and uh yeah i'm just gonna stop talking now uh roses to yo big roses to you guys <laughs> shut up fuck uh yo roses to um rose to the holiday season man rose to being on vacation finally uh taking a break from work after two months of just getting crammed um thorns to costco bro just one general thorn up its ass this year disappointed me costco yeah i went to get a, a lazy boy chair and it's like a lazy boy chair like a an office chair and i sat on that thing man i felt like my ass was getting treated to like the five-star gold treatment and um i went back the next week to get it it was on the fence it was like 300 bucks you know i was like yeah you know maybe i'll just continue you know jamming up my lower back and and um and i go back there and it was sold out so it really broke my heart and it's sold out everywhere and that chair is now in my mind the best chair of all time because that's what i do and um uh, Yo, thorns to this weather. I I wanted a white Christmas, and uh, everyone wanted a white Christmas. So thorns to this. But in general, yo, thank you so much for listening to to this episode of Digressions, episode thirty eight, little Christmas e episode. Uh, je t'aime. Stay safe out there. Love you. Ciao.